0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network.
1: Okay. Hello everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Oz Network. Uh, I hope that's the music leading in with me with that, otherwise it's gonna be a very awkward awkward intro. I'm getting progressively worse at doing these podcasts, I think. Um Because we all know you tune in for Ben on these things because he's the expert on Lost and podcasting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're back for another episode of Lost. Uh, Hopefully, there was not a big wait this time. Fresh off the heels of Expose. Will we get more from Nikki and Paolo this week? Probably not, uh, as we're moving into a Kate episode. Um, This one is called Left Behind. When you think of classic episodes of Lost, Left Behind definitely strikes out. Uh, this is a Kate episode written by Damon Lindelof and Elizabeth Sarnoff, directed by the Karen Gaviola. Ah. Mm. I'm glad that she's back directing, Karen Gaviola. Um, yeah, this one aired on April 4th, 2007. So if you're following along in real time, we're we're getting quite... Uh, Quite in sync with the air dates, really. Um, classic episode of Lost, Left Behind. Uh, this should be an interesting one. My name is Noah, and I don't like blankets. Fucking hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> I all the quote. My name's
1: Ben, and I like rodents.
0: And my name is Ben, and I'm really sorry I called you Rotund.
1: I thought you were about to say something else there. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, so uh, before we get into this, at the end of last week, I sent Ben some homework, and he's come back to me. uh, So this is a Kate episode, of course. Uh, Ben, do you want to tune the listeners in with uh, my history and Kate episode? You bought Tabula Rasa? I like Tabular Rasta. That's a good early episode. And you have binned every other Kate episode
0: since. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, binned, whatever the case may be. Binned Born to Run. Bin, What Kate Did. Bin, I Do. What will I do for Left Behind? Will this be the saving grace for Kate episode? Probably not. We're running out of Kate episodes. After this, there's one, two, three, four more left. Will you... And one of them is What Kate does. Not buying that. Will you
0: buy any Kate episodes? Do you think ever? Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be the big question following along because next one is Egg Town. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds thrilling <laughs> with a name like that. <laughs> it's begging for a beer. I, I, I'm I'm sad uh, that we
0: didn't have Ant Man in the Egg Town instead of Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs>
1: um, some of the some of the the season five ones are not so bad uh the little prince i guess is okay and uh what is the other one it's not dead he's dead um the other cape season five one i'm blanking on right now um so maybe maybe in season five but let's see probably not um yeah so left behind uh that contrived episode of lost where they handcuffed juliet and kate together
0: Look, I don't think this is a very good episode. Um, It's an average episode. I think the thing with this one that I don't think makes it completely terrible is that there are a lot worse episodes than this. I just feel it's very just bland. It's just it's there, you know. It's the Tasmania of episodes. You know, it's there. It's not bad, but you remember other states more so than Tasmania. So, you know, it exists.
1: If Lost was like a 12-episode cable show, Left Behind does not exist. It's literally, oh, we've been dropped off in the jungle, let's get back to where we already were. Okay, now let's go back to camp. That's literally the entire
0: episode. I think like, it, it is summed up by Saeed's appearance in this episode. Like, it's literally like, oh,
1: Saeed, hello.
0: <laughs> there he is. It's <laughs> <That's> this episode. <laughs> Not left behind. There it is.
1: The sad thing is, Saeed's the best part of this episode. It's <laughs> just so ra- I love it just at the end of this episode. It's like, oh, we're back. Again. Let's go. Oh, there's we Saeed. We should pick up Saeed. <laughs> there he is. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> You know, people are going to think I'm really down on season three. Uh, Some people love season three. When season three is good, it is damn good. The last six episodes or something of season three is one of the strongest runs of Lost ever. But it was clearly at, at the point where, from going forward, they get into shorter seasons, more focused. They have an end date. Here, it's painstakingly obvious. They're just trying to draw things out until they get that end date locked in and that season three especially with the flashbacks of the characters we already know yeah they're they're just starting to draw this out now and i think left behind is kind of the epitome of that right
0: Mm, yeah i I agree and i mean it's i i guess it has felt like it's been a lengthy process watching this season because a we've taken a few gaps in the middle of it but I yeah. I just feel like this season's never ending, and it's kind of like you get a <laughs> you get a real peak, and then it's like oh here we go again. But I think the thing that is, you know, again, season three is like the Oz Network. Like it's every now and then it's good. The rest, why am I listening to that? But just like the Oz Network, give it a few <laughs> more weeks, and it's going to get amazing. Like yeah. arguably, maybe the best episode of Lost is still to come in a few weeks. So yeah, yeah. it's it's not all lost. Hold on, literally, well, kind of,
1: but yeah. Maybe. Unfortunately, they did lose a lot of viewers here, but hold on tight because it is it is getting somewhere. Um, but it is interesting because we kind of when we recorded season two, we binged through it. when we we've done season three quite true to the length of a season, really, in terms of recording dates. Uh, so it's almost like we do get that feeling that some viewers had of kind of feeling a bit alienated by it because we have drawn out these recordings and we've noticed like there are some serious peaks so far and it's going to get even better but when you record it back to back it's like man we just had the lock one (laughs) we had that cliffhanger and now we've got this like yeah i'm i'm an expose fan but that one as well um the man uh Not the man, Trisha Tanaka is dead. Love the episode to bits, but its it fits in that category of like. At this point, we're just stalling. Um, But anyway, let's start with the flashback, which... No, uh, no Nathan Fillion this week. Disappointing, they didn't follow that up. Um, So, this flashback... uh, I guess it's okay, but at this point, how many more Kate stories can you have... Uh, but Kate's back in the cornfields. This is good old country Kate. Um, and her car is being towed. Uh, we learn it's going to take two days. And then we get one of those, like, exposition things of welcome to Iowa. Like, and then another fucking, love uh, interest
0: to the love quadrangle hexagon, this random guy in the tow truck. The Yeah, driver. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, his theories? I, I, I want to find the, out his theories. Mild
1: flirting there. Yeah, um, Johnny.
0: I love how he's like, hi, I'm Johnny. It literally says on the side of his truck, Johnny's towing. (laughs) Uh, You
1: know, uh, Kevin the cop and Kate wasn't buying it.
0: Mm. Johnny and Kate. Chemistry,
1: wow. I'm in on it. Uh no theories for Johnny. No uh, profession service station attendant. Andrew Meter. I mean God, if we'd
0: looked up the actors from two thousand and seven again, <laughs> he'd be number nine, wouldn't he?
1: <laughs> no, he was just missing. Let's hope he's not dead before we start talking about him. <laughs> um oh, he was, only other acting role was on Hawaiian produce show North Shore. Oh,
0: well there's a Andrew Meter Twitter page at Feed the Meter. Um, it's, it's not him. It's a different Andrew Meter. It's a bald guy with glasses.
1: The last time we found a different guy was I going to get hashtag fucked up. Well,
0: at feed the meter is actually followed. It says one follower you know. It's Barack Obama. So <laughs> wow, wow, Andrew Meter's in there. Feed the meter. Even Obama oh. are tight.
1: You know, you talked about uh, Johnny and Kate. I can't be the only one thinking this episode. Cassidy and Kate.
0: Oh yeah, I was thinking that. I'm feeling. I'm feeling it. This there's chemistry, episode. more chemistry than Nikki and Paulo there.
1: Yeah, more chemistry. Um, <laughs> I love <laughs> talking about Johnny. Uh, there's also a page for man who was <laughs> the man who was. <laughs> buy buying uh jewelry or didn't buy jewelry. Uh man. And the truth up for man it says the man <laughs> briefly appeared on a previously on segment of Lost <laughs> before the episode Whatever Happened happened. <laughs> uh and the actor who portrayed the man, Bill Ogilby, later portrayed Gus in season oh, four episode. Of course he did. <laughs> I like to imagine that his name is Man. Man, like, That is not just... I, um, I like it when you look at Kate stretch. Austin's little box down the bottom
0: and it's got flashback characters. So you've got like Adam, Sam Austin, you know, Connor Brennan, And you've got Man, Manager, Baseball Hat, Nurse, Trainer, uh, <laughs> Ticket Agent. I like Man. Man. Man is
1: good.
0: I wonder if he goes to conventions.
1: Um... <laughs> Man on not
0: Everyone no, but... introducing Bill Ogilvie
1: <laughs> <laughs> And feed the meal <laughs> uh, As endorsed by Barack Obama. I'm no I I was feeling the Cassidy K thing a lot here. Add to the uh Dodecahedron here, like I was feeling it more than some of the other Kate things. Mm.
0: Look, I I would be happy to see that happen. Um I'm trying to be nice. It's twenty nineteen, Ben, grow up. Um, lesbians exist. But I would be happy for these two these two to have some fun with each other. I'll just I like Kim
1: Dickens. Is that her name, Kim Dickens? Dickens. Yeah.
0: Oh, Deacon, Deacon, Ben, it's 2019, no, grow up. I didn't know if you were saying Dickens. Oh, it is Dickens. <laughs> Dickens. <laughs> it's
1: 2019, Ben. Oh, God, I'm such an idiot. Grow up. Um, yeah, I like her, but... Now, this is Lost during kind of callbacks in a good way, that Cassidy is pulling the jewellery scam that Sawyer was pulling in the long con. Now, this is a good throwback that's subtle enough that's not in your face kind of things that we were getting last week i like that they kind of threw this little touch in right yeah no i do too and i think
0: it's it's one of these this is where i think this episode isn't like terrible because yeah you've got these little subtle moments where they connect characters and they do it in a way where it's like it's not like last week where it's kind of like oh look they're they at the speech and you know? oh they're here doing this like it just it's just kind of works because we get if we, in one of the flash forward episodes we these two meet up again don't they because doesn't Kate go to see her yeah. again and say like hey this is what happened to Sawyer so I think that I like that they will revisit this pairing in the future and yeah I I I like it and this is why I like I'll oh, spoil this now I'm not going to bin this episode because I just it's not the greatest in the world, but it's still kind of, it's just got little moments, which work. And like, this is with the flashback. I like this. And I actually like the fact that Kate kind of gets a moment with a mum. And I think kind of say what you will about Kate's random flashbacks. I feel as though that is something that we needed just to kind of for her character at least.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say I love this flashback, but I do like the Cassidy Kate relationship and how it ties in with Sawyer. Um, it's one of those coincidences that is a big coincidence but never feels forced, yeah. and they flesh it out more than a lot of the other coincidences. I agree. agree. Uh, and as you mentioned, I love when she meets up in the flash forward that they went to the effort of including that, um, and that Cassidy is one of the only people really on the off the island who knows what happened to them, which is weird to think as she's such a kind of just random character in the long con when we first meet her. It actually goes on to appear in season five and meet... The, who would have ever thought, watching season two at the time, oh, yeah, she's going to meet Kate in the future, right? Um, and it's also so I like, like all...
0: Sorry to interrupt. It's, yeah. it's also a thing that I think with the connection with these two is that there's obviously a level of just trust that Kate can have with this woman because she's the first one that we kind of see flat out straight away just go like, yeah, I just burnt my stepdad's house down. Like, it just instantly trust this random woman with this because you think yeah. yourself like how dumb are you you're on the run from the law but it kind of works and like she's just got this instant bond and connection that she trusted with and like as you said in the future she's gonna trust her with the truth of what, what really happened on the island so that it's just little subtle little things like that which kind of when you do subtleties it can work very well unlike last week where it didn't work well <laughs>
1: Yeah, but but yeah, this is where I just really like the Kate-Cassidy relationship, where they do trust each other like that, and it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a mid-quell for uh, Cassidy, because we had her getting burnt by Sawyer in the Longhorn. Then we saw her visiting Sawyer in the prison, uh, and where she talks about Clementine, Sawyer's daughter, and then this is kind of in the middle, where... We'll get to the ending, but um, where it's kind of in between her visiting Sawyer and um, getting burnt by him. So of all the flashback characters, Cassidy, she, its kind of, she's kind of a random one, but she does play quite a role in Kate's overall story and Sawyer's overall story and is quite fleshed out. Um, so anyway, uh, Kate helps her. She knows it's a scam. Uh And then, can I get my money back? Uh, One girl watching another girl's back. I do find it a bit forced when Cassidy is like, well, I clearly know that you don't want the cops to be called. Like, it's (laughs) a little bit psychic Cassidy, a bit too much. Um, And then Kate Kate this week is Lucy, um, which Cassidy also catches on to her. Um, And we talked about confession... And she wants to meet her mother, um, and Cassidy will help. And she mentions that she fell in love with the wrong guy, which, again, the subtleties, they don't need to tell us it's Sawyer. And if you're kind of a casual Lost fan, maybe you're not even picking up on it, but it doesn't matter if you don't pick up on it. Mm. For the big fans, they know, oh, she's talking about Sawyer right now. Like This is why it works so well, is it's subtle enough to not feel forced, and it's also subtle enough where if you don't get it, you're not left out. You can still join in the party. It still works without knowing it, Sawyer. Um But she agrees that she's gonna help Kate meet her mum. Um and this is where <laughs> Cassidy goes to visit Kate's mum, Diane, uh, in a Kate Kate cosplay outfit. <laughs> um And then she's just, I'm just a Bible salesperson. (laughs) Um, It's such a risky thing for Cassidy, because I imagine Cassidy might have a criminal record of some kind. or maybe she doesn't. Maybe she was never caught, I guess. But it is risky. The one thing that irks me about this flashback, I love the Marshal. He's a great character. The idea that he's just... Does he live at her house? Like? Yeah,
0: that makes no sense that he's just like, I feel I feel <laughs> you needed some sort of like, oh, we've got a tip like, that she's in Iowa. Tip that
1: she's in town or something. Yeah,
0: because like, again, he's just there. <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: yeah. like In the middle of the day, on a normal day. I get that there would maybe always be guys like Diane mentions. Oh, I've always got two guys in the diner or whatever. But the fact that Marshall's there. And and he doesn't. I, I love seeing him, but he doesn't really serve a purpose in this episode at all. Like in the other ones, at least him and Kate have a a big thing. Mm. Here he just pops out. And like yeah, it's, it's really dumb. I think yeah. Um. So K- Kate, Cassidy and Kate are back at the house. Uh, uh, and she wants to know why Kate wants to see her mother, and Kate wants to know why her mother has turned on her after Kate apparently rescued her. Um, So then we have Cassidy at the diner and she's making a distraction. And then out the back we have Kate and Diane reuniting and she wants to know why. Um, And Diane says that she won't tell that Kate was here, but she never wants to see her again. If she does see her again, she'll yell for help. So this is also kind of a prequel to uh, the flashback in Born to Run where we had Kate and Average Tom at the hospital and Diane yelling, help, help. So it kind of adds in that little gap. Um, yeah, I feel like there could have been more with the Kate-Diane, Kate and her mum reunion. I feel like there's a little bit lacking here, but it is kind of nice for them to have one scene together here, I guess.
0: mm. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I I go back to what I said. I, I like
0: them having a moment, and it's kind of... I mean, yeah, you'd argue it's not the most necessary thing in the entire world. Oh, we have to have this sort of conclusion. But I, I, I just like the fact that we have it, because, you know, I think kind of... Whilst you can sort of point, put two and two together why she, you know, dobbed in Kate, I still just kind of like the fact that you you've got this moment. And... You know, it's it's one of these sort of heartbreaking sort of moments where it's like you know, your mother should be there for you no matter what, but clearly she's chosen this guy over her. And you know, you get a slight little bit where at least she's not going to run straight to the cops and say there she is, like she did. You know, sort of like help, help. Um, she's recovered fine from a car accident, by the way, so that's good. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I just like the fact that you've got this moment again. Not the greatest thing in the grand scheme of loss, but it just I I think it still is good.
1: And then to end the flashback, um, Cassidy reveals that she's pregnant, which is Sawyer's daughter. And then another nice little subtlety is Kate convinces Cassidy to call the cops on Sawyer. Hmm. So the reason Sawyer was in the prison in episode four was (laughs) Kate's fault, Uh, which that's another one of those coincidences done well, I think, a nice um, nice little touch that ties in with Sawyer's flashback and why Cassidy visited him. Um, and then she gives her real name. My name's Kate. Um, so, yeah, in terms of Kate flashbacks, it's it's not the worst one. I think there's a lot better stuff in this than there is in I Do with Nathan Fillion. Huh. That was all pretty much junk taco night. Um, this one, at least, it ties in with Sawyer, and it will. it's actually quite an important episode in terms of Kate's future story, being a mother to Aaron and also meeting back up with Cassidy in season five. And remember Sawyer whispers to Kate on the chopper when he jumps out. I've got a daughter in Albuquerque. Go and find her. Um, so in terms of the overall story, this one plays much more of a part than some of the other Kate episodes. Uh, so it's not the worst, but even for all the positive things we say it about it, it's still kind of boring and dull. Um, and actually, this is the last traditional Kate flashback. Next season's a flash forward. Then after that, the flashbacks are off-island, like flash forward, flashback type things, and then flash sideways. So this is it for traditional flashbacks for Kate.
0: Oh, Noah says. What a <laughs> shame. <laughs> Noah is crying right now.
1: Yeah, but what what are your closing thoughts on the flashback?
0: My closing thoughts right now is I've just discovered that Kim Dickens um, was third, 42 in this episode. Gee, she looks good for her age. Really? Yeah. Very good for her age. Good job, Kim Dickens. Um, yeah, I mean, I am a bit higher up on the Kate flashbacks in the past than you have ever been, but... It's it's solid. It's there. Um, it's, again, nothing groundbreaking. I think kind of everything you said sums it up well. I like the connections with Cassidy. I like sort of the fact that, yeah, she all of a sudden is the reason why Sawyer's in jail. And I like the moment with the mum again, as I've said a few times. So, it's... I mean compared to a lot of what we've had in this season <laughs> it's great <laughs> um, but on the grand scheme of things it's you know but like I, I it's interesting that you sort of point out that it's the last of the Kate the traditional Kate flashbacks so we've had an interesting ride with Kate but um, <laughs> I I like Kate so
1: you know she had six of uh traditional flashbacks um of the six <laughs> I have to say, this is probably second. Um, Born to Runs was fine, I guess. Uh, I mean, what Kate did, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sad about it. Um,
0: Bring back Nathan Fillion.
1: <laughs> if you think about it, uh, uh, Jack, Stranger in a Strange Land, is his traditional last flashback as well. Um, oh, because then we're moving into flash-forward territory. Um, Saeed, also, he's done for traditional flashback. Oh, no Claire's more Said, No. Flair is just completely done for anything. <laughs> um, Charlie's still got some. Hurley, Hurley's done. So now we're really moving into the next period of Lost soon, soon enough. Um... Yeah, so that's Left Behind, the end for Kate's story. Uh, So this episode is one of those ones with two distinct storylines, so I think we can break them up. I think we can probably quickly talk about the main main camp storyline, which this is one of those forced kind of filler storylines that we definitely didn't need. But um, it starts with Hurley, and he's coming up to Sawyer uh, and saying that there's been some chatter and that there's going to be a vote. They're going to vote whether or not to banish Sawyer or not. I think I would have taken this a bit more lighthearted if last week Sawyer didn't, or yesterday in island times, just admit to the son that they kidnapped her. It would have been more fun of a thing, but this time they legitimately should have been like doing something about Sawyer. Um, and Sawyer still can't use nicknames, so he says, "You, sir Hugo, are <laughs> rotund, annoying, and ruining my damn view." <laughs> um. Yeah. So then Sawyer's like, "Oh, there's going to be a vote. That's stupid." But then he's like, "Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I should actually start doing some stuff." um he says i ain't gonna get the korean vote which (laughs) no because you kidnapped some (laughs) and you just admitted it yesterday how quickly they forget on this island um he's trying to get a fish it's terrible uh so he goes back to hurley uh, and he wants to make amends he wants to change the vote it's getting into survivor territory here um Scrambling Uh, before Tribal Council. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sawyer's scrambling. Um, (laughs) Hurley wants an apology. And he goes, God, you're worse than a girl. (laughs) Which is funny, but the kind of lines that you don't really see on TV these days. But um, Sawyer is just great. Uh, And then, yeah, it is scrambling because he says that Claire's vote is influential. (laughs) Claire's the swing Claire is the swing vote, which I never thought of her, yeah, her being influential. It just before.
0: reminds me, like, Claire's Christie on Amazon, just sitting in that hammock, like, going, I could go this way, I could go, <laughs> go
1: that way. I... I really wish I had editing skills because I would love to try- chop this up and put in Survivor music over the top <laughs> and make it look like Sawyer is scrambling right before just, the vote. Just It just
0: reminds me of the um, the alternate endings of Lost. was it, that Jimmy Kimmel or whatever did where you have so oh, like, Jeff. I did not get tortured and all this to get <laughs> voted out by Jeff fucking Pro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that is great. We need to recap them after we're done, yeah. the alternate ending. <laughs> Uh, but Claire's the swing vote, uh, so he goes over, gives her a blanket, uh, and that line that I said, it's a great line. I don't like blankets, <laughs> which I love the awkwardness there. Josh like Holloway's. with is a the baby. <laughs> it's like,
0: hey there, little baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> me and babies. That is legitimately
1: how I am around <laughs> babies. Yeah. Josh Holloway, as dumb as this storyline is, he does a good job, I think. Um so then he's off, we get our Desmond of the week here, his little moment. <laughs> Sawyer and Desmond doing some hunting, uh, trying to get the vote there. Uh, so they catch some boar, and they're all happy. They're eating boar. He's giving Charlie some sauce, even though Charlie's also just admitted the day before that he, he did that to Son, but no one seems to care. Uh, and then this is a bit cringy, right? uh, I just want to uh, hope that you remember this when you have your vote later. What vote? I don't know about the vote. Which, the whole storyline's dumb. The idea that they're going to vote to banish him. like That is just ridiculous. Charlie's on the um, outs.
0: Charlie has no
1: idea. Yeah, he, he doesn't know about the vote. He doesn't have an alliance. <laughs> He's screwed. No. As he wouldn't, I don't yeah. think. Um, <laughs> so he has no idea about the vote. So it turns out Hurley has conned Sawyer, which I do like. But he that has to be the lamest con ever. Um and they talk about how is going to be their temporary leader because Jack's gone, and he has gone, and Locke's gone. And... So I don't sexist. want to be the leader. Why
0: couldn't Rose be the leader? Right, Just because he's a yeah, white male.
1: Claire is influent- you influential.
0: Know, Steve, or Scott, whichever one's <laughs> in right. the yeah. pa- Paolo? Oh, wait.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I kind of like this, that they're talking about how everyone's gone. They need someone to step up, and Jack didn't want to be the leader either. Jack wanted to be the leader, come on. (laughs) Boone wanted it more. (laughs) Boone wanted to be the leader. (laughs) I'll do it!
0: Boone, you're dead. Shut up.
1: (laughs) Uh, And that sucks for you, dude, which is a good end, I guess. And then they have happy boar montage, (laughs) Um, which I wanted to join the picnic. It looked great. Yum. Yeah, this storyline is dumb. In, I thought the frog storyline was dumb. This is dumber. What do you think about this little island thing with Sawyer? As, yeah. as great as Josh Holloway is,
0: it's true. I kind of, I think you said it, didn't you? That it would be actually almost fun if they actually did have a vote, <laughs> like they weren't going to vote him to banish him, because then we could just actually have like a tribal council, and then that kind of would have almost <laughs> been a self-reference to the fact that kind of part of this show was influenced by Survivor. So That's I think funny. that kind of would have been funny if they actually had have done that, but. Um, yeah, it's just dumb. It's kind of pointless. It's kind of, haven't we moved past Sawyer being a dick to people? Isn't that the whole point of him not having nicknames of people? Yeah. So it's just, it's like, oh, haha, remember Sawyer's still a dick. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's pointless. It's stupid. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's stupid.
1: It's just with these Islanders the main islanders at this point we're seeing the others camp and that there's just nothing for them to do. And it's it's no surprise that they ditch the main island come season four and they barely are stuck on the island on the beach anymore and they're always moving around the yeah. island because there's just nothing left to do there. They're just playing ping pong and voting. It's it's just a waste of time at this point. Um so let's get back to uh, the main story of the week. Uh, so Kate's trying to attack Juliet in the clubhouse. It feels like so long since we picked up with this storyline with everyone blowing up subs and whatnot, but we're back. Um, and then Locke, old Gummy Joe, comes in for a visit after. and Oh, I'm actually coming to say goodbye. Um, I'm going to go with them. Uh, I don't want to go home, Kate. Um, and then... I wouldn't say dick, Gummy Joe, but, uh, well, actually, Kate, they told me what you did, and, <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, come on. Like, she's already locked up. You're really rubbing it in. It's not like you're a saint, old Gummy Joe. You just blew up a submarine, <laughs> and you're about to throw a knife into someone's back in the finale coming up. <laughs> like, come off it. Come off your high horse, Gummy Joe. Um just yeah, come Daddy off your Charlie horse. Yeah, (laughs) Come off your chally horse Um, His dad has just Showed up but he seems to be acting quite normal Here Um, Did we forget that Uh, I can't Remember how I feel but I imagine I was very frustrated with Lost That they had that cliffhanger and then they ditched it For Exposé And left behind and next week As well and the week after And the week after um, but the payoff is so good So you can't complain too much We'll get to that in episode 19 But um, So Locke's off While oh, Gummy Joe's joining the others Which again, you I've said Almost as much as I'm going to say About Locke's character in season 3 And how they had no idea What to do with him And they just wrote him completely ridiculous But anyway um, Then Kate sees the others And they've all got gas masks Oh, what's happening? Boom! Old Random Mother pops in, gasses Kate. Uh, Then she randomly wakes up in the jungle and she's cuffed to Juliet for no good reason whatsoever. I'm sorry, this storyline is completely stupid. This cuffed to Juliet thing is one of the most forced TV kind of... Lost doesn't normally do forced TV drama, but here it's just, oh, let's have an episode where Kate's handcuffed to Juliet. It's just really dumb. Um. So she was talking about how oh, I was just making a cup of tea And here I am, cuff to you Um, And then the line of Welcome to the wonderful world of not knowing what the hell is going on Which is kind of self-referential to the whole show of Lost um, She just so needed and to turn Jack-
0: to the camera and wink <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the wonderful world of not knowing what the hell is going on i Julia um, so later they're walking back and a rainstorm starts I do love rain in Lost it's always good uh, and Juliet bitch Julia I hope you're not going back for Jack he told you not to come back I heard it um, this is this episode is just two girls fighting over Jack who's just a massive asshole anyway um, so that's the love square but Kate punches Juliet and dislocates her shoulder. I kind of like this moment with the shoulder getting dislocated. I love how you um, like
0: the moment where the pain is being
1: caused to these women. <laughs> <laughs> shoulder dislocated. That's my favourite moment of the episode. Um, <laughs> and then the monster comes, not in the form of a spider this week. Um, and they're hiding in the reeds. Juliet says she's never seen the monster uh, then she said, "If you don't believe me, you could try dislocating my other shoulder." <laughs> <laughs> Winks to the camera, um, and then she gets Kate to pop the shoulder back in, which is oh, a bit cringy, but that is kind of the badass Juliet coming through. Like, you need to pop it back in right now. But she said, "Like, I've, I've dislocated my shoulder seven times.
0: It's like it's kind of to yeah, be um, braggy there." Well, aren't what you are usually? you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Juliet humble brag. Yeah. Um, so then, I guess it's the next morning or just later when the rain has stopped. They're moving on, uh, and then Ca- Juliet does that other thing—thing thing, that other other thing where they talk about. Well, I do know Jack. I know he was married. I know he went to medical school, school. I know he lived in a house. The others are always saying well, you think I don't know anything? I know that you were married to this person. I know your best friend in school was. It's like their favorite party tree. Uh, Brag, brag,
0: brag, brag.
1: Yeah, they love to do that. The others, I said to keep a note of it, and it's not the last time they'll do it. Um, And then what do you know about him, Kate? And then the monster is back. Wow, scary. Um, They get to the pylon fences that we saw a few episodes ago. Uh, Juliet says they're off. Uh, Come on, Kate, come on. Kate's not moving. She doesn't want to die through the gate. Uh, Turns out, plot twist, Juliet had keys to the cups all along. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, And then she has a code for the pylon gates, and they run through, turns on the other side, and apparently the gates are for stopping the monster, which is kind of an interesting development from the episode. Um, and wow, that was dramatic. So now they're back at Dharmaville where we started the episode. So they've just been dropped off and they've walked back. Uh, really making progress here. Um, and this we mentioned this earlier. They're here to pick up both Saeed and Jack. Uh, Kate apologizes to Jack, and then now what? I do kind of like the now what because they've gone through all this stuff and now they're like, well, they've all left. Like, what do we do? And Jack says, now we go back. And Jack, who's been with the others since episode one of this season, is going to head back. Uh, Jack and Juliet have a nice, cute little reunion. And then we finally get Saeed, I think, the hero of the episode, coming in. Oh, I've checked all the houses. Everyone's gone. And I do love this Saeed moment. She's not coming with us, which is classic Saeed. And can I just say, he's completely right. Like, why should she be coming with them? Um, And then, well, Saeed, she was left behind, too. Uh, Shut up, Jack. Whatever. Um, And then, yeah, Saeed says she's not coming. Yes, she is. They left her behind, too. Bang, the end. I love Saeed at the end, but it is very light. Let's pick up Saeed. Um, So now Juliet against the better judgment of everyone but Jack, is coming back to the camp with them when she already had keys to the handcuff and was lying to Kate this entire time. Uh, So Jackass is fully back. And that is the end of the episode. Do you have anything to add on let's handcuff Kate and Juliet together and have them fight about Jack for an hour?
0: I don't hate it as much as you do. Uh, I mean, again, it's not the greatest story in the world, but I, I kind of, I mean, I like Kate and I like Juliet. So I kind of like seeing these two sort of have this animosity towards each other. And I think it works. I think they've got a good chemistry with each other where they can have this conflict. And I mean, it's a bit silly. Like I I'm with you at the end. Like, yeah, it's, it's right. Like they are right. Like she shouldn't be coming back with them. But um, I mean, this is where I, this is where the I really like the character of Juliet that she's, Just got that intrigue about her where it's kind of you can never tell if she's good or bad. And I just that's what I like about her as a character. So that's where I think I can take this a little bit more. Because even sort of her motives with Kate here aren't 100% clear. Because you kind of you believe at first that, oh, she's really tied up with Kate. Like she's been left behind. But then all of a sudden it's like oh, shit, no, she had a key the whole time, so kind of like she was manipulating her. So, again, I think it just sums up the character of Juliet so well. So, yeah, I'm not as down on it as you are, uh, but, again, it's not my favouritest in the world. I think kind of this is an episode where you've got two, you know, averagely good plot lines mixed with a really bad one. So, um Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, some trivia. Hurley tells Sawyer that he'll be banished from the group. Uh, this, uh, may be reference to the popular debunked theory that the survivors are on a reality TV show. I think it's more just a reference to Survivor rather than...
0: What a the shit twist that, that would have been.
1: Like, you yeah. know,
0: instead of the whole purgatory thing at the end, it's like, alive <laughs> from the island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was a thing that people genuinely thought, like idiots, but people genuinely thought that <laughs> when it was airing. <laughs> you Imagine. thought he was
0: dead, but Boone's alive. People believed it.
1: <laughs> and he's here with us tonight.
0: Boone, you were killed off early on, but you played dead well, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs>
1: i mean lost already shows up on worst finale lists as it is imagine <laughs> imagine that um when Locke visits kate in the recreation room he mysteriously has a bandage around his right hand this is explained in the next appearance four episodes later oh well, i guess Locke's in not going to be in for four more episodes going forward uh Claire is seen reading a book by Rick Romer's Vision of Astrology. Of course, she is. Rick Romer was the set director of Lost. Um, <laughs> Juliet's right hand is handcuffed to Kate's left, com- conferring Kate the advantage as both are right handed. Oh. Is, is that trivia? Um, Somebody's
0: got a little bit too much time on their hands to noticed that. <laughs> I
1: have the high ground, Anakin! You can't win! <laughs> Kate is left behind by her mother Cassidy is left behind by Sawyer Juliet is left behind by the others Jack is left behind by the others And Sawyer thinks he's going to be left out What's that trivia? Come on And that's why this episode is called Sticking Around Um, <laughs> And the song played in the bar When Kate and Cassidy meet Is a non-commercial track called Walt Without Whispering <laughs> Walt? Okay <laughs> what with we <whispery>. uh, <laughs> Yeah, this that says something about this episode, those trivias. There was nothing good. Um So what do you say about Well, questions, answers. I mean we saw some things with the gates and whatnot, but I don't think there was any answers. Nah. I don't think there's any questions. Questions not really. No, so, This episode was not one for questions and answers. Um, Will Kate and Cassidy hook up? uh, Which we'll see when they both share on screen in season four or season five. Um, Okay, so I think I can kind of gauge where you're going to put it, but where's your uh, rankings for this episode?
0: It's a a low rate. You know, it's not quite bad enough to bin it, but you know i've got this ranked at 52 out of 64. so it is the one two three four like the sixth lowest rent seventh lowest rent so what is it sandwich it is above the moth and below (laughs) the cost of living
1: okay (laughs) um do you need me to elaborate more No, it is above the moth, probably. Um, And below the cost of living, so I agree. Um, Yeah, I hate the Kate Juliet stuff. I think it's so contrived and forced to put them in handcuffs and drop them in the middle of the jungle just for them to walk back. I think it's pointless, a waste of time. The Sawyer stuff, while some of it's funny and Josh Holloway and Jorge Garcia are good, is also a waste of time and it's a filler that's not fun. Some filler is really fun and Lost, like Trisha Tanaka is dead. This is not fun filler. It's just a waste of time and boring. So I hate both island storylines. The flashback is the best part, and there were some good things that we mentioned. But even then, it's so dull, the flashback. Like Yeah, there are some good tie-ins and subtleties, and it's not the worst Cape flashback, but it's just not overly interesting or engaging, despite the positive things. Uh, so, in line oh with my track record... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I will be in left oh. I did not enjoy this episode in the slightest. Okay. Uh, You're a sexist, Noah.
0: You're a sexist am, in
1: races against Canadians. I am middle on Kate as a character, but her episodes absolutely do not do it for me. So... This is what my fifth bin for a Kate episode. I do like tabula Rasa. um <laughs> and Eggtown will be fighting between a rent and a bin next for Kate so um do you have yeah, yeah, so my track? do you have your ratings
0: list with you or
1: Fortunately, I've got a new computer, and at the moment, I don't have my list, but I'm gonna guess probably in the hundreds if I had to guess um I did not like this episode. Um, yeah, so for me, for Kate, it's uh, buy bin 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 bin. Uh, I don't know your track record, I'm guessing buy. I bought a couple rent- of
0: Kate's, so yeah, I think you bought Born
1: to Run, didn't you? I'm pretty sure I did because I'm a smart Just cookie, like, or what Kate did. Maybe you bought, um, yeah, it's funny Kate's got how many, one, two, three, four more episodes. I know one is a definite bin. <laughs> I know another is teetering on a rent and a bin, and the other two are up in the air. So it's not looking like a bright future for poor old Kate. I hope she gets one more one more buy-in before it's all over. Well, I
0: mean, you might buy Avengers Endgame. I don't know yet. Uh,
1: hmm. Yeah, let's see how she goes in that. I might change my mind. Yeah. Uh, so next week is One of Us. Um, we had one of them, now it's One of Us, which is a Juliet episode, which follows on directly from this. Um, you know, this one... The the episodes with the new characters in this season are mostly better. So this is not a highlight of season three, but this one's not too bad, because at this point we still don't know a lot about Juliet. They continue on the will. Uh, is she good? Is she bad? And the suspicion when they get back to camp um, and the distrust towards Jack. So this kind of follows on flashbacks as well with Juliet after she's first arrived on the island. So that's kind of fun to see an island flashback. So this one, it's not too bad. It's not all-time great episode of Lost, but considering what we just had, it's, it's better.
0: Claire gets sick. <laughs> well, that's also nice. That's about all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Julianne,
1: lo- so... <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, let us know what you thought about Left Behind. Is it a low rent? Is it a bin? Or, God forbid, did you buy, the, go, buy this episode? Um, if you did, tune out now, I, I would say. Um, <laughs> but... As always, it was fun to talk about even on the worst episodes, Uh, and we're moving through season three. What we're in the home stretch almost. I think what five, six, seven, eight, maybe episodes, eight, nine, seven episodes left. (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing is, once we get into like the break onwards, we've got greatest hits. We've got through the Looking Glass. uh, There's some quality episodes of Lost coming up. Um, So definitely some season three goodness to look forward to compared to the the lols that we've had this
0: time next season Uh, we would have finished season four so i mean
1: (laughs) oh yeah we we would be done with season four uh yeah so stay tuned we're getting into some of the good stuff for season three there's a few kind of mere ones along the way but nearly there nearly there um in the meantime my name is noah and god you're worse than a girl ben sexist uh, and my name
0: is Ben, and dude, you stink. Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at Oznetwork.net.